0: This is Matt and Myron, the podcast.
1: That was from last week. We'll find out if Richard's going to be disappointed. If Mahomes wins again, we will see. It's got to have to kick off. Zip by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Jones, Myron Beckham. All right, so I want to ask the general public something, and I wanted to weigh in. I need to talk to my people. 888 say ESPN. We've broken down the game from all the angles, but I got to tell you, here's what's more interesting to me. Have you heard this fight? Myron this week about watching the Super Bowl. Have you heard this? I have not. Chris Russo, right? Like he's on, uh, he's on first take sometimes, right? He's the yeah, mad, mad dog. dog, mad dog, mad dog, said in an interview that he um, is going to watch the Super Bowl by himself. He said he doesn't like to be around other people. He likes to watch it by himself so he can focus on the game. Uh, Mike Francesa who used to host a show with Mad Dog called Mike and the Mad Dog. They dug up a video of him a few years ago where he said, if you watch the Super Bowl by yourself, you are a big loser. That was his quote. You are a big loser if you watch the Super Bowl by yourself. You should watch it with other people. So, of course, people have tried to make this a thing. Mike and the Mad Dog. Francesa says you're a loser if you watch it by yourself. Russo says I'm watching it by myself. So here's my question. 888-SAY-ESPN. Who's right? Are you a loser if you watch the Super Bowl by yourself? And, Myron, I would then ask you, do you watch the Super Bowl by yourself or do you watch it with a group? I mean, I've I've done both, but I've certainly
0: watched by myself. I mean, with me, this time of year covering college basketball, I'm traveling usually. Uh, I've traveled on a lot of Super Bowls the last couple of years. So sometimes, like today, you end up in a hotel room or hotel lobby or you know, I, I've been at the airport before, watching a chunk of the Super Bowl because of a flight. So, no, but do you you're not feel a like a
1: loser? Like, do you feel like there are parties no, going man. on and you're not part of it, and like the world's listen, having fun and Myron doesn't get to be part of the show?
0: Listen, I don't feel like a loser in any circumstance. I mean, so I don't, I don't. That doesn't like make me feel like, oh no. Especially, you know what it is. The older I get, the less I want to be bothered. Right, and, and I okay. think for me. When I watch that, I'm watching for the action on the field. Commercials don't matter anymore because they all get released a week before the Super Bowl. That's a whole other conversation. And if it's a good Super Bowl halftime show, but you know, it's hard to go to a party now and, and you actually really get to enjoy the game.
1: So I see
0: the benefit of doing it solo.
1: So, can I, <coughs> excuse me, can I tell you the only time I've felt like a loser watching the Super Bowl? Last yeah, year, I was in Mexico City for the Super Bowl. And I was like, you know, I'm in Mexico City. I want to, you know, there are Americans here. I want to go watch the Super yeah. Bowl, right? So I found there was a bar in Mexico City whose name I can't remember that was like the football bar, American football bar in Mexico City. So I got a reservation. You had to get a reservation. I, you, I pulled some strings with my Mexico City hookups to get a reservation. I got in there and I sat down. And there was nothing that made me feel more like a loser than being in a bar full of people who know each other and then you're the guy sitting at the bar by himself, right? Everybody else is having fun, and you're the guy sitting there by yourself. So to me, I don't ever want to do that again. I don't ever want to be at a bar by myself watching while everybody else is is enjoying (sighs) it. So that was – if I'm by myself in my house, I'm like, this is just normal. If I'm at a party. That's good, but it was being by myself in public during the Super Bowl where I felt the most loser-esque.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but in that situation at, on a bar stool in America with everybody watching the game and you don't know people, you can do this really weird thing and just rotate your bar stool, it say hello. Uh my name is Matt. Yeah, I don't want to talk. How to you doing? People. Yeah, but do you Well, see that's I the go, thing. So you can you, you can't have a ways. When you go to can't a bar,
1: do you when you go to a bar to watch a game or eat, do you want people to talk to you? Oh, if I'm going in that setting, yeah,
0: I'm going to meet people. If I if I go out here, which I may, I might go watch a Super Bowl somewhere, well, to I'm some trying sports to get bar, someone's going to invite you to
1: a bar. And no yeah, one has. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, probably not. They heard me on the radio and they're like, "I don't want that loud dude." Mm-hmm. It is med caffeinated text. But like, I'll meet people. You know what I mean? I'll leave with friends. I'll leave with people. You know, like that's when you travel as much as I do, it's a skill. You can plot me in any town in America. You're very skillful and you're good. I I mean, I mean that because I've been to big towns, lived in New York City. I've been to some of the smallest towns in America. And what you learn is you say, hey, how you doing? I'm watching the game. You're watching the game. Suddenly you can make friends. and, And yeah, so I don't mind those situations at all if you're willing to talk to people and get to know them.
1: So are you on the Mad Dog side or the uh, Mike side? Are you a loser if you watch the Super Bowl by yourself? Luke in Vermont, what do you got? I like to watch it with my wife and kids. nice and quiet because I like to hear what the commentators are saying. I like to, you know, move around, have my own snacks and everything. So I think that uh, Russo's got it made. But your wife and kids are there. Russo says he sits in the basement by himself. Maybe it's different for him because it's part of his job to watch the game. I couldn't say. Okay, but you're yeah. just with your family. Do you, now your kids are they going to be more likely to watch this game because of Taylor Swift than they would have been before? No, um, they would have. They usually watch the first half and the halftime show and head to bed. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I appreciate it, Luke. That's, uh, do you remember when you were a kid? Did you did your parents let you stay up till the end of the Super Bowl, Myron?
0: I think there was a a stage, you know, an age when that happened. You know, especially back then, you know, it it was all the commercials. So, again, it was the the appeal of the commercials, the halftime It really makes you mad
1: that the commercials come out before now, doesn't it? Furious. That really
0: bothers. That's the most upsetting part. Most upsetting part. Surprise me. That's the whole goal of the Super Bowl. I'm watching to be surprised by these commercials. Don't put them out on January 3rd. Really and say, hey, here's a commercial it. that's going to air in the Super Bowl. I you don't bring like
1: that up every single year. It seems to bother you more every year.
0: What, well, what's the point? Why am I watching for the well, commercials I mean, the po- if you've well, already the revealed the, the commercials? The point for the
1: company is they're trying to get as many people as possible to see their commercial because they're trying to sell a product.
0: Well, don't call it a Super Bowl commercial. C- call it a January commercial that we're also going to play <laughs> during the Super Bowl. Don't tell right. me it's a Super Bowl commercial and it's not airing during the actual game.
1: All right. Lewis for the first see Go ahead, Lewis hey, man, I completely agree with you on the Super Bowl commercials. Don't show them to me ahead of time. Premier them at the Super Thank Bowl you. and then run them through February. Thank you. But, again, they want to sell. But, like, have you seen one of the commercials so far this year? They want to get the buzz going, Lewis. They're trying to sell a product. They're not trying to entertain you.
0: Have I seen one of the commercials? They're all over social media. Exactly. That's the, the point.
1: Ball. That's the point, because they want you to buy things. It's not for your entertainment. It's for sales. The but I don't even watch the, the commercials NFL anymore.
0: If the NFL wants us there, though, they should be premiering those commercials.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate that. That's the whole point.
0: You. I don't even watch the commercials anymore. I go do other things, because I've seen them all.
1: So where are you going to watch it tonight in Columbia? Like, if someone's listening in Columbia and they wanted to come hang out with the most friendly person... Uh, are you going to go down to the local? I, I mean, you seem like a Hooters guy. There's a local bar.
0: To somebody. There's a local bar that somebody pointed me to. But I, knowing me, I, I got a flight early in the morning. I'll probably just watching this hotel lobby. You know,
1: so you to be. A loser, I'm staying at a nice
0: game. hotel where like all of the. I'm staying at a hotel where all the fan bases are. Like all the Yukon people are here. You know, so it's like the headquarter hotel. So it'll be a lot of folks in the lobby watching the game.
1: All right, let's go to Mark in Wisconsin. Are you a loser? If you watch the Super Bowl by yourself? No. Um, I'm going to go to a bar and watch the first half uh, with friends, and then I'm going to go home because I got to so get. But, up so, 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 but you are going out. out. So, you are going out. You are wanting the social aspect. So, uh, so, I guess you're more on the mic side. Well, if I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd probably stay out and watch the whole game. See, but I do have yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. The Packers beat Kansas City. Packers almost beat San okay. Francisco. after they whooped Dallas. So what? And he's a first-year quarterback. But so what? You lost. Yeah. Like you like lost. You I mean, what? almost. Almost is wonderful, but you lost. Like you lost. And the regular season games don't matter. You all lost to a lot of teams in the regular season. Are they better than you? No. No, so, but the Packers are the best whether they win or lose.
0: That's a real Packers fan. Lord. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, I'm a big fan. i a Packers fan. Yeah, you're real. I can tell. So, Mark, he says,
0: Mark, he doesn't know anything. Mark, he doesn't understand you know about Packers fans. And, like, you could tell them that they were up against the 70s Steelers and, and they'd still feel like the Packers were better. But what was, it, I mean, sir, that's, my
1: that's, what was your point about bringing that up? Are you trying to suggest that, like, Jordan Love is the greatest of all time? No, but he's going to get better. But let me ask you this. The Super Bowl trophy, where did that come from? I don't know. The, oh, yeah. the, the trophy shop? I mean, I know it's called the Lambo or whatever, the Lombardi, the Lombardi. Trophy, But, like, so what? What does that have to do with anything? Vince Lombardi was the first coach in the Green Bay Packers. I've Can you tell me when the Packers first started playing? No one cares. I have to tell you, no offense. No one cares. This is the Chiefs and the 49ers. Like, no one cares what the first year the Packers were playing. I mean, I I can't tell you who was the winning general in the War of 1812, but it doesn't have anything to do with this. Whoa. That was Robert E. Lee. Come on. No, All no, I'm going to say is I'm no, rooting for the Forty <laughs> ers You're just making oh, no, up facts. No, no, no. Robert E. Lee was oh, not no, the winning oh, no, general in so, the War of 1812. That was 43 years before the Civil War. Get this guy where, off the phone. Where, He's Packers fans. Where, Robert E. Lee.
0: Where, 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 <laughs> I, I, that was a lot. Now, <laughs> Packers fans, are like that, though. Packers fans, like if – If, honestly, there was a point where if Aaron Rodgers would have been like one plus three is seven, Packers fans would have been like it's seven. See, that's that's just kind of how how you end up with
1: Just so you know, the reason we all have to deal with Aaron Rodgers and his ego is because you people emboldened him. I just want you to look at your last two quarterbacks. Uh, One of them has a case of welfare fraud in Mississippi, and the other one thinks he's the smartest man in the world. That is your fault, Packers fans. That is your fault because you act like these people can't do anything wrong. Let's count down to kickoff here on ESPN Radio. (laughs) I'll calm down. We'll do more next.
0: (laughs) Matt and Myron, the podcast.
1: It is kind of a kickoff here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Matt Jones, Meyer Metcalf. We uh, continue to have great callers into this place, but nobody's better yeah. than Liz Loza, ESPN betting analyst. I'll start with this, Liz. You know, I'm not the uh, betting expert, but I. it strikes me, you win as much as the Chiefs, you should be the favorite. They're not the favorite. They've remained not the favorite, even though it seems like Almost everybody I know is picking the Chiefs. Why are the 49ers – what's the logic behind them being a two-point favorite?
2: Well, the truth is that the 49ers have a superior offense to the Chiefs. It's the number two offense in the league. The Chiefs have the number two defense in the league. And I think as history and data and lore bear out, defenses win championships. And In fact, the top two defenses have – won four of the previous five matchups in the Super Bowl with the twenty twenty two Chiefs being the only offense that is superior to win.
0: This game isn't just about the diehard gamblers. It's gonna have a lot of casual gamblers maybe even gambling for for the first time going to Vegas and they want to win some money. If I'm headed to Vegas, I'm not a real gambler but I want to win some money. I got a thousand bucks where am I putting that money to give myself the best chances to win?
2: One of my favorite bets is Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. Sometimes it's been 11 and a half. Sometimes it's been 12 and a half. I'll take the over on either of those totals. I think it's sneaky and I want like casual betters to get into this one because Brock Purdy is obviously not a quarterback who's known for his mobility, but that doesn't mean he won't lean into his wheels when he has to like when his team is trailing. I expect the 49ers to trail because we know that the chiefs like to come out hot. They tend to score early in the first half of games. Doesn't mean that the 49ers can't, field some sort of comeback, but Purdy averaged 21 rushing yards per game in each of the 49ers' regular season losses. We've seen him turn on the Jets in back-to-back close postseason games, and it's that close piece that's really important here because the line on this game, is the spread on this game is 1.5 points. That indicates there's going to be a close game and probably more rushing opportunities for Purdy. Plus, the Chiefs have allowed at least 25 rushing yards to every single quarterback that they have played throughout the postseason that twenty five, by the way, went to Tua, who is by no means Mister Mobile anymore.
1: I'm I'm sure you've studied this over the years, but for for the Super Bowl, it is a different game in some ways. Herm Edwards was talking about this earlier. Mm. You know, it takes longer, commercials are longer, half times longer. Is there any sort of uh, stat that is different in the Super Bowl, like that makes it a different kind of game that you think can be exploited when you're doing prop bets or whatever?
2: Well, I do think that that's a really good point. And they're probably, I mean, we should probably call up our, you know, ESPN stats and info people and ask them if they could put that in the packet. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm not aware of any, but I will say that, you know, and I'm sure the Herm talked about this too, there is a having been to the dance before element to this, having known what is happening and This game in particular, like this is a little bit of non-betting, but also letting, because if you're going to make these bets, you have to decide who you think is going to win, right? Like you just have to pick a side and then let your bets and your props kind of inform everything after you make that decision. But I am not going to not bet on, forget the offenses for a second, forget Patrick Mahomes, forget Brock Purdy, forget Christian McCaffrey. I'm focused on Chris Jones because uh, in 2020 in Miami, best halftime show as far as I'm concerned as well. Um, Chris Jones was in a contract year and changed the momentum of that game deep into the second half, and he is in a contract year again, and he I think is going to be the real deal, and that is the moment. That is the player that I am like focused on in terms of his ability to change this whole game again. Defense being a Ooh, huge I like, factor.
1: I like the contract yeah. year, Myron. Like like going yeah. into playing for the check. I like that.
0: Yeah. Who, who was a halftime show? That year,
2: that was that Jennifer was Lopez and Shakira. Oh okay.
0: Oh yeah. Now they had a good. They had mm-hmm. a good. Um, so help me understand. My understanding is that you can't bet on any of those Taylor Swift <clears> prop bets <throat> in America. Like how, how does that work?
2: Okay. So the fine folks at ESPN Bet have. Constructed crafted a specials Swelsy, which are like actual Swelsy, Get it? I mean, okay. I don't like it.
1: Oh, wow. I don't like it. Oh, okay, yeah, is that
0: their I new name? That. Is well, that their new name? Are they going with Swelcy?
2: I don't think so. I think it's a little clunky. Okay. and also they, okay. but these guys are numbers guys, so they did their best. Uh, <laughs> regardless, wow. also there should be thirteen of these, not ten. They didn't ask me for notes. <laughs> I, what, I saying, though, what I am saying, though, what I am saying, though, so you're right. Like the Will Taylor Swift accept a marriage proposal? You can't bet on that in America, but you can bet on. And here's one I absolutely love: Travis Kelsey, anytime scorer, and the Kansas City Chiefs to win. Last time I checked, this was at plus two eighty. It might have moved a little bit because oh, I like that. it's moving. On. I love this bet because get ready for this i'm going to drop some i'm going to drop some references you're going to pretend pretend like you know what i'm talking about and tell me how okay. brilliant it is when i'm done throughout okay. the playoffs travis kelsey has proven that he can still make this whole place shimmer Oh, Yep, uh, fouled okay. the end zone three times okay. over his last pair of games. And after months of speculation, most of the regular season, the Chiefs also appear poised to teach some lessons.
1: Ah, uh, Okay, okay, We Liz. just
2: discussed how the 49ers' offense is better than the Chiefs, but Kansas City's defense, like we talked about, is superior to San Francisco's in nearly every statistical category. And as the folklore instructs, Defenses Uh (laughs) win championships, plus Kelsey scored in his last Super Bowl appearance versus Philadelphia. So if the Chiefs are winning this game, then Taylor's boyfriend is scoring a touchdown, and I will bet on both.
1: There you go. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. I like it. So, I, just so you know, Liz, I hosted Taylor Swift trivia at my bar last week.
2: (gasps) Okay.
1: And it packed the place. It's like people, you know, people absolutely go crazy. So, I'll give you uh, one trivia question. Can you name the three TV shows Taylor Swift has made a guest appearance as a star on?
2: Oh, man. I, I, I know. Wasn't she in one? She dated the guy who was in, I don't know. I don't know. I don't got it.
1: CSI. Yeah, I got one. New girl. New girl. Okay. And Hannah Montana. That's the uh wow. those the Hannah shows. Montana. New girl has
2: after wow. the Grammys with Miley back. Oh my gosh, that was great. Also, congratulations to you for besting me in that category. No, that's I okay. Am so I, proud just, of I just I just wanted to show you that
1: I could be <laughs> yes, a list. You can Thank hang. you very much. ESP and Bailey Betty Nailus. More countdown to kickoff. Next.
0: Matt and Myron, the podcast.
1: That's right. Take it easy, baby. Make it last all night. That's what Myron says about the Super Bowl and life. And it's kind of to kick-off presented by Progressive Insurance. What, who do you think this is?
0: This like it's, Bob? This ain't Bob Dylan, is it?
1: It is not Bob Dylan. Why do you? When did you hear Bob Dylan play a song like this? It's Tom. Is just one of the Beatles? This
0: is Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. I should know that, man. My buddy was his cousin. <laughs> I should know that.
1: What your buddy was his cousin?
0: Growing up, yeah, I got a buddy who's who's his cousin. Ugh.
1: Yeah, that sounds highly uh, highly sketchy. I don't know, buddy no, is his cousin.
0: He was his real cousin. Like I mean, not like fake. <laughs> you know, eighth cousin removed. Like his real, real
1: cousin. All right. There like knew go, like Tom knew a. him.
0: and interacted with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Countdown to kickoff. Eight uh, eight eight. Say ESPN. If you were listening earlier. Uh, We did the uh, McCaffeinated hot takes. And now, uh, if you would like to give your hot take on the Super Bowl, 888-SAY-ESPN. I'd like to hear what you folks say. Don't be like the one guy who called and just started talking about the Packers who aren't even in the game. But, like, if you have something about the game, 888-SAY-ESPN. I'm going to hear them. I also have this message from my friend Clay. Myron needs to go to Hall's Chop House in Columbia, South Carolina, to watch the Super Bowl hung out there when I was there for a U.K. game. It's perfect. There'll be a lot of people that want to meet him and talk to him. Hall's Chop House in Columbia is uh, apparently where you should go to watch the Super Bowl. I respect
0: it, but you kind of want like a local to tell you that? You know what I mean? Like, no, but he that is one of the in... good
1: places. No, no, I know that okay. place. I've, I, I know where he's talking about. Hall's Chop House. It's not, I'm, okay. it's not like I'm telling you to go to Wendy's. It is a local establishment.
0: When Wendy's had a TV, i go. I mean, I'd go anywhere. They had like a good sound. It's more about TV quality, sound, you know, atmosphere, that kind of stuff.
1: All right. 888 uh, say ESPN. Before I go to these takes, Brock Purdy, we haven't actually talked about him a lot. Much has been made about the fact he was the last overall draft pick. Much has been made about Mm -hmm. him being a game manager. A lot was made this week about him looking like Lee Harvey Oswald. But when it comes down to it, does <laughs> Whoa, he have the look to like... you of a Super Bowl champion, Mike? You can't just throw that Lee Harvey Oswald thing in there along with everything else. Like, that's well, he does separate... look like Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: Go it, look at it's it. It's scary, isn't it? Isn't it scary yes. how much he resembles him?
1: I mean, I'm but... not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Brock Purdy had anything to do with the JFK assassination. No. I think he wasn't even alive yet. But I do think yeah. he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: Yeah, it, it is a really it is a really weird resemblance b- between the two. Um, wow! Imagine getting that question at a Super Bowl press conference. You're just <laughs> trying to focus on getting the ball to Christian McCaffrey. And somebody's like, "Hey, do you know you look like Lee Harvey Oswald?" <laughs> like, what do you say to that? I don't like, what's know what to answer.
1: Say, but he does look like him. Would you? Are you? I've said for years, you can only win the Super Bowl one of two ways: either have a Hall of Fame quarterback or have a dude on a rookie deal. This year, those yeah. are the two choices. Once again, Matt Jones is going to be correct. But does the rookie deal, is Brock good enough? Yeah, I mean,
0: I think he is. He got his team to this point. And not only does he fit the rookie deal category, I think there's a third category. That's the Eli Manning category. Like, what if Brock Purdy just favorite. ends up being – He's an all Famer. Yeah, but, but because of what he did against Brady. What if Brock Purdy can be that to Mahomes and be his nemesis? Right? You may not be the greatest quarterback of all time or even be viewed as one of the greats in the game today, but if you can beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, that changes everything about your narrative. The, the game manager thing is wild. I'm I'm going to tell you the top 10 quarterbacks uh, in the NFL this year just based on yards. Right, And I want you to tell me if these guys are game managers. Just the top 10 guys in terms of passing yards in 2023. Two Oh, you got Tua? It. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm starting to is Tua a game manager.
1: Oh, are you you're asking me? Um yeah. uh, as opposed to right. who well, opposed you didn't, you didn't ask me if it was a question. I thought you were just gonna list him. Uh, is Tua a game manager? I wouldn't say that. I think Tua is just a very inconsistent, talented quarterback. Okay. Jared Goff. Uh same thing. Inconsistent, very talented quarterback. Okay, Dak Prescott. <laughs> same thing. I feel like I'm talking about the same thing in all but, these guys. I think they all, like, I consider Brock Purdy different than these guys. I don't consider Brock Purdy a guy that I think can make a spectacular play, like I think all those guys you just mentioned are. But I also don't think he's a guy that will make the error that will crush your team, and I think that's why he's so value- – I think that's why he's been good. He doesn't make the big mistake like, Tua, like Dak. Jared Goff didn't do that a ton this year, but he did it when he was with the Rams. I, I-, I think that's what makes him different and actually uniquely suited for a team like the 49ers.
0: Can can I tell you my take? I think 70% of the guys in the top 10 are game managers. There are only three quarterbacks in the top 10 who rise above that. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and I'm putting C.J. Stroud on on that list. The other guys, they're leading on the system, too. They're managing a game, too. Tua, all all the stuff we said about Tua. Then they go out and get Tyreek Hill. Clearly, that changed everything for him. Jared Goff is certainly playing within a, a system. Dak Prescott, I don't think there's a lot of evidence that he has gone above and beyond uh, the, the system that he's in, and, and that's okay. My point is, we can't talk about game managers and system quarterbacks
1: as a negative if most of the NFL is exactly that. We can't I would argue, though, he's better. I, I think he's different than those guys. I do. I think he's a lot more consistent than those guys. I think the peaks are higher for those three dudes you, you mentioned, but the valleys are lower, I think what's unique about Purdy is his consistency. He's consistently above average, and when you're on a great team, Myron, I think that's enough.
0: So I'm going to bring up some numbers, right? 69% completion percentage, 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Is that Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes in the regular season?
1: I mean, I would say it's Brock Purdy.
0: It is Brock Purdy who was better than Mahomes in all those categories. Higher
1: completion percentage. Yeah, but he's got a lot better guards. weapons. He's got a lot of better weapons. I don't think I mean I, he, he's got a lot like he, he he's perfect for this team, but you're not going to sit he, here and try to convince me he's on Patrick Mahomes level.
0: I'm not at all saying he's Mahomes. But you also can't put him in in the in the scrap heap in the I, landfill. I'm not and say he's at the bottom. Like at the end of the day, if it was so easy to be a good game manager, a good system quarterback, then everybody would be doing it. And the reality no, is, you are. It's I feel like you're arguing, to to and I
1: agree with you. I think he's better. Ba- yeah, I, I think in some ways he's more suited for the for this team because he's not inconsistent. I mean, I feel I yeah, think he is. He is exactly what San Francisco needs. And I think
0: most quarterbacks in NFL history have been game managers especially in this era. And I just think for it to be a negative thing is ridiculous. And to only apply to Brock Purdy.
1: Game manager does not apply to those three dudes you mentioned because they're too inconsistent. A game manager doesn't screw up. And that's where Brock Purdy excels. He doesn't screw up. Dak can't be a game manager. He makes too many mistakes. Like you got to – a game manager to me in my definition is a guy who – I give him the thing I, – I, he doesn't win me the game, he doesn't lose it. And I actually think the number of guys that are like that are not very many. I think it's like two or three. And Purdy is as good at – like he's like Flacco was in his in, – when he was at his best. That's kind of yeah. how Purdy is. Yeah, I think – to me it's, it's a
0: handful of guys who can make a play – no matter the circumstances, no matter who they're up against, no matter, you know, how things are going in a game, that is five or six quarterbacks, right, who who can make a play and go off script. Everybody else is going to live and die by the script for the most part. Yeah, I disagree you know? with you on that. I think all the
1: – you and I are – I don't want to get in the weeds, but I, Tua can make a play. He also can make a terrible play. Um, and that's why I think it's hard to win. But not consistently, it. Let's go to though. Jim – that's my point, though. Game managers are consistent. Consistent. I, I think, and that's why Brock is good. Let's go to Jim in Illinois. Say, yeah. Go ahead, Jim. How are you guys doing? Well, good. I'm go watch for the it. Good. I'm going to watch the game downstairs in my basement because I tried doing it last year upstairs with my wife, whose nickname is the War Department. And instead of using an inside voice, she uses inside the helicopter voice. Okay. So I, I, I need to go back a second. What is... Why is your wife's nickname the War Department? I was working part-time at a gas station while I was going to school, and she would call up, and my boss would go, Hey, it's the War Department. And that just sucked. <laughs> but, like, why? Because she was Man, always, like, you check your having boss? controversy? <laughs> yeah, all the time. She couldn't. Oh, so you're basically, saying she to have you're, a- you're basically saying your wife stirs the pot. Kind of, yeah. Can I ask you a
0: question, sir? Does she know you're on the radio yeah. saying this stuff right now? Because that may not be advisable to someone oh. known as the War Department. I don't know if I'd want that she
1: kn- it, it it's, it's on my cell phone. When she calls up, I see the War Department post. But I mean, on does it. she know it's on your cell phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You could call her up. She's at home right now. Actually, why don't I tell you what? Do me a favor. We'll put yeah. you on hold. You call her on three way. I'd like to see if she's yeah. okay with being the War Department. Will you do yeah. that? I'd like we to do. Get uh, All right, put you, like put to... us on hold. I'm going to take another call what? and then we'll come back to you. Okay. I I, I don't have the capability of doing it. I have no idea what to do on well, a You don't know. Wait minute, you don't know how to do call waiting. He's got a flip phone. He's got a flip phone. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll yeah. use the we'll call the operator. I guess we won't be able yeah, to do it. Telegraph. To, yeah, before, the I would the telegraph. I would say learn to do that. It would make this a lot better, okay? Yeah. He's the war department. Letter. Yeah, I, that's too much. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I'd, war love department. To, I'd love that's to call him, but he has a flip phone. Let's go to Chris that's in North Carolina. Chris, what do you got? Not much, guys. Uh, I just want to say, I think a lot of this talk about <clears throat>
2: Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes is, is great, and it's the quarterbacks who are going to win this game, I think, in the end. But Christian McCaffrey is somebody you can't overlook when you're deciding who to bet on or who you think is going to win. So what uh, would you bet on? that insane touchdown streak. Well, Sorry?
1: What would you bet on, then, with Christian McCaffrey?
2: I'd, I'd say that you take, take any time touchdown, and if you want to put that with the uh, 49ers money line, I feel like it's going to be a close game. So if you don't like the minus two, Christian McCaffrey went on an insane touchdown streak. The that's going to help bring down the or bring up the value on the money line. Um, All right, I
1: like it. Christian McCaffrey uh, anytime touchdown is minus two twenty though. That's not, it's not great. It's a great, great payoff. Value. No, but if you put them together, at least the uh, money line value will go up. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Maybe you could do that. I like Christian McCaffrey uh, first touchdown. Plus 390, yeah. I think that may be uh, where I would go. 888-SAY-ESPN. I still don't know about the War Department, calling your wife that, but uh, yeah, I don't, everybody's got a different thing. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And if you know yes. where Myron, if you want to hang out with Myron for the Super Bowl, we're now two hours and 45 Maybe. minutes in. Still no invitations. Yeah. But I may not Myron show up, Col- though. That's the thing, too. Columbia, South Carolina. Still got 45 yeah. minutes. If you want Myron to watch the Super Bowl with you, that's next. But here I'm, on down to Kickoff yeah. on ESPN Radio.
0: Matt and Myron, the podcast.
1: It has been crazy to watch Patrick Mahomes kind of become a villain this year. Probably the most likable player in the league for most of his career. Now, all of a sudden, people are all against him. It's kind of had a kickoff. ESPN radio, Matt Jones, Myron, Metcalf. You know, there's a. a you either what is it, die a hero or live long enough to be a villain? I mean I think that's from yeah. uh, maybe Joker Batman. In, in Batman. But that there's of yeah in. What?
0: Two face said that. Two Face said that.
1: Okay, Two Face. So it wasn't Joker.
0: Nah, Two Face said you either live long enough to
1: be a You either die a hero you either Die, or you a, villain, die a hero
0: or live show long to enough to be first a first of all I said he it correctly.
1: You guys yeah. keep stumbling over it. I just had the wrong person. But the, you either the die the, a hero, the, yep. Yeah, so he has kind of become a villain. The Chiefs have become a villain. I think they were the most likable team in the league. I still think they're the most likable team in the league. But it does seem like that that has turned a lot. Anytime someone gets a lot of attention, then you have the Thanksgiving game, sort of got upset at the ref. I think he acted a fool a little bit in that game. But is it weird to you to see the sort of marquee player oddly become America's villain in the last few months?
0: No, I mean, not from a sports perspective. Again, the Taylor Swift stuff is ridiculous. And that and that demographic of, of dudes who are upset with that, I mean, I want no part of that. But, but I think we never like the most dominant athlete who's maybe leading a dynasty. I think if you win a couple championships, that's one thing. We're like, okay, yeah, that's a good run. When you win three championships, potentially you've won two MVPs. Now it's like, wait a minute, will my team ever win? Like, nobody liked Michael Jordan when he was making that run. I know being in Milwaukee, I was like, this dude is incredible, but I also hate that he's winning like this. So, in the moment, a lot of guys in Mahomes' position become more polarizing. Uh, and I think if he gets a third one, it'll be like that even more because I think we get to a point where
1: it's like, "Nah, you're winning too much and maybe you're too dominant. Well, Brady was certainly like that. LeBron was like that. Jordan, I guess, was like it. I don't feel like it was quite the same, though. But it's been interesting because I don't even know what Mahomes' personality trait – like, what personality trait do people not like about him? Like, I don't really, – like, he did lose it that one – but every great player has lost it before. I mean, find me a player that was great that hasn't complained to the refs. So, I, I just – to me, he's as likable a dude as there is in the NFL, he see, I mean, he seems as down to earth as you can be and be as good as he is, you know, is I, I think he, he's almost a victim of the fact that people have the feelings they do about his family, about uh, Kelsey and, and Swift. I feel like it all it's, I feel like a lot of it's not really on him. It's just, he gets all this other baggage put in his, on him.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors. Again, the Taylor Swift is a whole different lane by a group of people who everyone should ignore. You know, the people get mad about that. But it's it's just what happens with winning. Remember, Tom Brady comes in because Drew Bledsoe gets hurt and leads yeah. his team to a Super Bowl. And, and everyone's like, my goodness, what a story. Late round pick, sixth round. Michigan guy, nobody believed in him. People love Tom Brady during that run to his third Super Bowl. But after he got number three and it became clear that you might have to deal with this dude for another decade or
1: more, then all of a sudden it's but like, But to be oh, fair, man. he was, uh, I, yeah, he was always, though, too good-looking. You know, Boston. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was a whole not not right other away, thing though. with him.
0: Not right away, though. Remember, right away, he, he was the Brock Purdy story.
1: Like, early on, it was the underdog yeah, six-round pick. He was, pick. And he was always turned. too handsome. of him. He was too handsome for me. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't deal with it. Sean is in Texas. Where are you in Texas, Sean? Lubbock. Lubbock. Lubbock Texas. Texas Tech. Well, there Texas you go. Tech, yeah. uh, what do you got? Well, the interesting thing I have is in 2019, he had an up-and-coming Patrick Mahomes with
0: all the weapons and a great 49ers defense. Now the, the script has changed where you got an up-and-coming Brock Purdy with all the weapons and a good defense for Kansas City. We know the outcome of
1: the last one. That's interesting. What do you think about that? Yeah. That's uh, you. So there's a young guy flip the script this year, Myron. Maybe you know, but I mean, you had
0: Mahomes versus having Brady. That's just two different guys, right? You had the beginning of a career where a guy could end his his uh, stint as the greatest of all time. Brady, we don't know his ceiling necessarily, right? We know he's a good quarterback. We know he's done a great job utilizing the weapons around him, but only Hall of Fame quarterbacks win Super Bowls. So, for the most part, and you're going to call up and say Baltimore Ravens and Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson and a couple of guys, but for the most part, it's Hall of Fame quarterbacks who
1: shine in a moment like this. So, no, it, normally, you it, know, no, it normally is. There's no doubt about that. Sean in Missouri. Go ahead, Sean. How you guys doing today? Good. Good. Bye,
0: guys. Hey, I, I just got a couple things to say. I'm here in Kansas or in the St. Louis, Springfield area, and I get a lot of crap about my 49ers. I have a feeling that we're just going to come out. We're going to control the ball. We could probably have closer to about 35, 40 minutes on the clock today. I think that's what the game plan is going to be. Shanahan's just going to keep the ball, run it, short passes, using Juicy to get those first downs for us. How, how did you become a Niners fan? in Missouri. how did that happen? Um well, I moved out I came
1: out here right before COVID um to help my mom. She lost her husband and then we had come out from Seattle and I wasn't going back to Seattle after. Well, you know yeah, all that I'd, mess,
0: so. But I've been mean, a 49ers fan though. How did Yeah, like, you just picked
1: did? the 49ers instead of Seattle?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I've always been a 49ers fan. I, my grandfather went to Notre Dame. And, uh, okay, that, right all, that doesn't explain it at
1: all. I mean, like like your grandfather <laughs> going to Notre Dame doesn't make you a 49ers fan. What am I missing in this puzzle, man? That, that's interesting. It's like my grandfather was from Bulgaria, so I'm a 49ers <laughs> fan. What, what? That doesn't make any sense. All right, well, we will still yeah, take more of your calls and get you ready for the Super Bowl. Let's count down to kickoff.
0: Thanks for listening to Matt and Myron, the podcast. You can listen to the show live every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Matt and Myron, the podcast.